take back your country. How long is it, I wonder, that we will continue to tolerate the abuse of power by our politicians? The whole theme of our constitution and the system of democracy that we have is a belief that power tends to corrupt. And so we have all sorts of checks and balances to ensure that there is a minimal abuse of power. But what we're seeing with the Wuhan virus, the COVID-19 virus, as the Chinese communist prefers to call it, the virus, is that it is being used, being used by the politicians to win elections and also to demonstrate in the opinion polls that they are strong leaders and they're doing something important. They are not, and too often it is an abuse of power. Too often there's a creation of fear and panic in the community which is unjustified. Remember, I think we should all remember, that it wasn't the politicians who produced the good result that we have in Australia. The reason why we're doing so well, let's face it, is that we are remote and we are a large island, an island continent, along with Tasmania, a second island. Being remote and being islands, we naturally have our natural defences. And provided that we control entry, we are in a very good position. And remember, the control of entry wasn't so good at the beginning. I remember coming into Australia when the virus did exist and there were no special controls at the airport. In any event, the point is that at the beginning, we did not follow world's best practice. And it was obvious that one country was exercising world's best practice. They were more prepared than any other, and that was Taiwan. Taiwan had had experience with the sort of thing coming out of the mainland, and it was ready. And we should have followed world's best practice as established by Taiwan. And the proof that Taiwan has had world's best practice is demonstrated by the fact that with a similar population to Australia, <clears throat> the number of deaths have not been one-tenth of Australia's. They've been about 1% of Australia. They've had 12 deaths while we've had something approaching uh, a 1,000. They've done much better than we have in terms of deaths, and they've done it without any lockdown, without spending billions of dollars down the drain on lockdowns. And they've done it also by using home quarantine. When people had a house to go to or a flat to go to, they could use that. But it was supervised very effectively. And the result is, the test is, in the number of deaths they've had, the per capita number or from the point of view of Australia, the total number because the populations are very similar and they've done very well. The other thing we need to remember about the politicians is 
They always said that the purpose of the lockdowns was to flatten the curve. It wasn't to eradicate the virus. It was to flatten the curve. That is, it was to spread the number of sick people over a longer period of time so the hospitals could cope. That was based on their computer modelling, which was all wrong. And they should have known that it was wrong because the, uh, the London Imperial College on which it was based has a record of exaggeration in producing computer modelling in these cases. In any event, their modelling was wrong, but they said it was all to flatten the curve. And they haven't stopped using lockdowns. You'd think by now, when vaccination is much more common, they haven't handled that so well, but it's getting along. When vaccination's on the cars, we've had a lower number of deaths than many other countries, nothing like Taiwan, but certainly better than many, that we wouldn't need any more lockdowns. But over the last Anzac weekend, which has just recently occurred, over the last Anzac weekend, the Premier of Western Australia, Mark McGowan, has abused his powers by declaring a lockdown in Perth and the Peel area. And this, of course, took away all confidence in the country concerning the situation about travel, about what you should be doing. It was very damaging and totally unnecessary. And it was shown to be unnecessary because sporting events were allowed to go ahead. Major sporting events with vast numbers of people went ahead. But the government of Western Australia, Mr McGowan, went ahead and decided that the Anzac Day dawn service and the Anzac Day march should not go ahead. What has he got against Anzac Day? Why did he do this? Isn't this appalling? Isn't this an abuse of power? Well, the fault lies, of course, with a number of state premiers who have rushed into these lockdowns and imposed restrictions on the people of their states, in addition to the enormous economic cost and the burden on the public, uh, the public deficit of the country, the debt which will have to be paid at some time in the future. The problem is also that of the federal government, because the federal government should take over in these circumstances. The Constitution gives the federal government the power to make laws for the peace, order and good government of Australia with respect to quarantines. They could set up a, a system in relation to quarantines and lockdowns and make this a very public process, an evidence-based process, no hiding evidence as they did in relation to the original lockdown where the computer modelling was hidden for a few weeks. What they should be doing is making this very public, but they should also insist that there is a sharing of the pain because the politicians and the public servants, the well-paid public servants and the officers and the consultants and the advisors have not shared the pain. It's been the business people, the employees of the businesses, the farmers and so on who've suffered 
because of the lockdowns, but not those who've imposed the lockdowns, which I would say, in all cases so far, have been totally unnecessary. So there should be a provision for the sharing of the pain. So that if there is a lockdown in a particular state, then all public servants and politicians, except those public servants on the front line, should have to suffer in that, for example, they could provide that nobody receive an income during that period for a period of, say, three months, if, it, if they're earning something over two or $3,000 a week, which is a substantial amount of money. They, too, should be required to share the pain. And I would think that if you had a requirement within the arrangements for future lockdowns and uh, associated with quarantines, that if you have those lockdowns and the pain is shared by the politicians, you wouldn't see any more of them. Australians, I think it's time for all of us to take back our country. Thank you.